people, how we doing? I mean, it feels great to be back in this chair and to be back in front of a microphone and to just be, you know, talking about bullshit, you know, it's just kind of, it's what I like to do. It's, uh, it's generally, you know, it's how I'd like to live the rest of my life, you know, if I could just talk about some bullshit and, you know, people maybe want to listen, you know, got some stories going on, got some, uh, got some shit happening. So you might be wondering what's up with the uh what's up with the priest apparel, Jameson? Well, let me tell you. From now on, you can refer to me as your brother, brother Jameson. You know, I'm not a father because I don't have enough young boys in my clergy yet. Don't know if I really really want that many boys in my clergy or really even a a religious affiliation at all but you know what i'm just gonna be telling you you're gonna send me your stories and i'm gonna tell you if i think you're going to hell or if you're going to heaven and bottom line is you should take what i say with more than just one grain of salt multiple grains of salt because you know if i tell you that you're going to hell you know, that's just simply what's going to end up with your life. So, hey, I hope you guys have been on your best behavior. And let them rip with the stories, baby. I'm excited. All right, what do we got going first? When I was 16 and working my first job as a cashier at Rite Aid, I experienced an event I'll never forget. Around 8 p.m. on a negative 17-degree windchill night in upstate New York, a shopper came up to my register and said she heard strange noises coming from the locked bathroom. I grabbed my manager and we checked it out. We heard loud moaning and groaning from the woman inside, but the woman inside wouldn't answer our questions. In an aisle nearby, we found two empty cans from a four-pack of computer duster. Manager said if she didn't open the door, we'd have to call the police. The lady bust out of the door, butt-ass naked, and high as hell off of computer duster. She ran past us to the front of the store, leaving all of her clothing and two more empty cans of computer duster that she had huffed on the bathroom floor. We couldn't find her after that, and it seemed like she was lost in the cold winter night, which she definitely wouldn't have survived in her nakedness. We called the cops anyway, and as we were describing the events, the naked huffer ran from the back of the store, past me and the cops, and out the door. She had been hiding somewhere in the store the whole time. The cops searched all night, couldn't find her. Still have no idea who she is or if she she survived the freezing temperatures with her hams and yitters out. All right, well, you know... Talk about a woman who needs God. You know, that night, that lady must have gotten multiple calls from God, and she just refused to pick up, you know? she Late at night, she decided to walk out to Rite Aid. God probably paged her, said, Hey, um, Cynthia, maybe you should just go to bed. She said, didn't answer. And this is about 
15 minutes later, she gets the Rite Aid. Cynthia, don't take your clothes off in the Rite Aid. Cynthia said, fuck it. She got butt naked. Couple seconds later, Cynthia, you gotta stop doing the computer duster. You're naked in a Rite Aid. It's one in the morning. I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, some people, some people, they don't answer the phone early enough. And then you just realize, oh, now I'm in a jail cell and the phone's on speaker dial. They got the chief of police with me here too. So I got to talk to God and the chief of police and we're going to sort out my computer duster and my lack of clothes issues. You know, if you answered that phone earlier in the day. You would have been all right. Some people just, some people, they just put their, their phone to God. They put it on mute, man. Or at least, you know, there's, there's a certain point where everyone's got to answer. The furthest I've ever went for a high, like this lady, is you, is I, 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 I took all my coins and... I brought them to a coin star and I dumped them in a coin star to buy a bag of weed. And, you know, God called me then. And he said, Hey, Jameson, um, this is pretty pathetic. You should think about that for a little bit. And I said, All right, you have me there. It certainly is very pathetic. I'm going to get that bag of weed, but I will think about it and consider the following. And I think that's the moment that I decided, I don't think I can be a druggie. I don't think I could huff computer duster and Rite Aid. Other people... You know, I feel like everyone's been there. You get you get to the coin star and you're like, okay, well, we're going to buy some weed now. Some people, they do it. They feel no shame. And then a couple months later, they're in a crack house with their titties out and they have a six pack of computer duster. Clean it up, Cynthia. Clean it up. I'm not going to tell you you're going to hell right off the bat, but you're cruising for a bruising. And you got to answer that call, Cynthia. You got to answer that call. All right, next story, people. What do we got here? Has your penis ever been really sore from coming so much everywhere all day? You know, I hate to say it, but yes, you know, I've been there. When you hit 11 years old and then Steve Jobs starts whipping out these guys, computer phones, and you get one for Christmas. I mean, read between the lines. I found Safari. I typed in boobs. And the rest is ancient history. I mean, 
God, just a lot of days, a lot of days in the adolescent era where, you know, my penis had been really really sore from coming everywhere all day. You know, age 11 to 14, those are the porn years. You'll be the average, the average young boy with too much free time and too much curiosity. You know, those are the, those are the porn years and you're going to end up a few times just jerking your chain Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times in a day. And at the end of that day, you're going to realize, wow, man, that was not the best thing I could have done today. I could have went I and played basketball. I could have went and did my homework. Maybe I wouldn't be failing earth science you know if I stopped watching all of those Riley Reed videos damn damn man and then you know you go, you'll get into once you hit the point if, if your penis is ever really sore from coming so much everywhere all day past the age of 18 you really gotta start looking for a job you gotta get some friends you gotta find maybe a healthy hobby you know go for a jog blow off some positive steam once you're 18 those penis really sore from coming so much everywhere all day stages should be done you know, it's time to grow up, think about the real world, there's other things to do, you could climb a mountain, there's things to fucking see, other than the top side of your dick while you're, while you're looking down and jerking it off, Mm -hmm. so that's what I gotta say about that, Oh, okay, okay, I forgot about, I forgot to tell this person if they're going to hell. Now, if this is something, I'll give you a few in your teens, if this is something that is occurring often or really at all past the age of 18, your penis is ever really sore from coming so much everywhere all day, then I'm going to tell you you're going to hell. Because you're wasting your life. Get into NFTs. (laughs) Get into cocaine. No, I'm just kidding. That'll also take you to hell. Get into cooking. Gardening. Get a girlfriend. Get something to do, man. Otherwise, you're going to hell. All right, we got another story for you. So, it all started on the pool table. 
My girl and I were getting ready for some sweet, passionate sex when no one was home. Just trying to spice things up a bit in a different location, you know? We were getting after it and everything. And you know that moment when your dick slips out and kind of just stubs up against her and folds in half? Yeah, well that happened, and it usually hurts the guy more than the girl. But for some reason, she seemed to be in more pain than me. So much pain that she rolled over on her side on the pool table and couldn't talk and just made noises. I really didn't know what was going on. Turns out I poked her butthole so hard that she said she was going to pass out. She tried sitting up and I tried to pick her up, but her body went pretty limp. So in my head, I'm okay. That's fine. I'll just bring you down to the floor. And on the way down, her body went fully limp. I caught her body, but her head was just flopping all over the place and bang, it hit the hardwood with some pretty solid contact. As soon as her head hit the floor, she started gagging at the same time. Luckily, she didn't puke. But yeah, moments later, she woke up, and we laid there for a couple minutes and didn't even get to finish the job. That's my story. Thanks. <clears throat> well, this is another one of those stories I can just read it and tell you this kid is in high school. And you know, you're going to learn you're going to learn the hard way a couple times in high school. Number 1, um there's nothing spicy about a pool table. You know, you're trying to go somewhere, spice it up. Dude, that means like, dude, take a take a hike to the top of a mountain and have sex there. That's spicy. Not just going downstairs and doing it on a pool table. It's just uncomfortable. It's unnecessary. And it's dumb. Okay, <clears throat> so here's another thing. You picked up the girl and you dropped her and you dropped her on your head, on her head. You know, if you can't pick up your girlfriend, that's not your girlfriend, that's your aunt. All right, you got to be able to hoist her body weight. You should be able to hoist her over your shoulders. Otherwise, that is your auntie. <clears throat> Here's another thing. Oh, she got poked in the butthole? Oh, no. This girl's going to need to toughen up. I mean, she's going to be out here living in the hookup world. Just a, a measly poke in the butthole is going to make you pass out. I mean, you'd have to at least punch me in my asshole, and I'm a guy. So, I mean, you got to toughen up if you're going to be out here doing these hookups. Here's a story that happened recently to me. So, so all throughout the pandemic, I've been playing. No, here. <clears throat> so, here's a story that happened to me recently. So all throughout this past couple years, you know, I've been playing a lot of Xbox 360 and Wii. Like I, I'm just I'm just living in 2007 right now. <coughs> I finally had came to the conclusion, okay, you know what? I have played every single game I have for both of these systems so many times 
that there is not even a single ounce of fun left that I can squeeze out of these items. And when you when you notice you're doing something and you're not even you're not even getting joy out of it anymore. I mean, there's a reason behind that. And it's just a lot of the time it's it could be you know, you're afraid of where you'll go if you're going to do what you're going to what you're supposed to do or you're you're afraid of your future. You're confused. You're discouraged. Everyone feels these things. And the worst thing to do is to get frozen in time. And damn, daddy got frozen in time for a minute. You know, I was just playing my fucking Xbox. I was playing NBA. You know it's bad when you're playing NBA 2K11 and you're like creating a player. I was uh I was 63. I was uh I just go with my normal body, my normal body dimensions cuz just to keep it accurate. So I made him 63, 190 pounds and he was a he was a small forward. He He was shutting out LeBron for a while there. I mean, I was definitely going to the All-Stars. And that's the thing, dude. Do you do you hear me right now? Do you hear me right now bragging about my NBA 2K11, my player, almost going to the All-Stars, holding LeBron to only 12 points while he was on the Heat? I mean, how dumb is this? That's, uh... (coughs) This is the type of shit that happens when you just... When you avoid... When you avoid responsibility... I came to the point I decided this is insanity. I can't keep living like this. I wake up every day and I think about my my players on NBA 2K11 and Madden 12. Madden 12. It's it's been 10 years, man. <clears throat> so I decided I would do something about it. You know, I can't keep wallowing in my self-pity. I can't keep thinking about where I'm going to go. Fucking, that's the thing too, is like you spend all this time thinking about what you're going to do, what you're going to say, how you're going to do something. And you realize a fucking year's gone by. (laughs) And you've just been thinking. And what comes out of thinking, sometimes you refine ideas, but other times you just think and think and think and you do fuck all and you get nowhere because all you do is think and you provide zero action. <clears throat> so that's something you you should definitely avoid. You know, maybe you're an overthinker. Don't don't get into the don't think about something too too long without doing it. Just fucking send it, honestly. Like you just got to send it, honestly. It's better it's better to send something out that's pretty fucking good than work on something until it's quote unquote perfect and then and then fucking like it's years later or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So so essentially my Xbox and my Wii, I decided these provide nothing for me. 
I got to get rid of them. So I packed them all in a bag. And I was thinking though, I don't want to just, I don't want to just throw them in the trash. You know, these have been my livelihood. I've gotten so much fun out of these machines over the past 15 years of my life. So I got to pass it along to somebody else. I got to help somebody else. So I, I went outside and I noticed the elementary school that I lived down the street from it school just released. So I was like, Oh shit. All right. Time to make somebody's Christmas. So I walk down the street and I walk into the school and every 35 year old lady looks right at me and is like, um, what are you doing here? What are we doing here? And I, I feel like they were looking at me like I was a, some sort of pedophile, maybe because of my half grown in mustache. But I mean, the 35 year old ladies that work behind the desk at a school, they got the same mustache I got. So a little too much judgment from you, Cindy. And, you know, I went in, I wanted to do something nice. I wanted to do something nice. And I walk in, I categorized all my shit. I put all my fucking games in the cases and everything. And I put a sign on it. It says free Xbox 360, free Wii. And then here I am walking to this elementary school. And lo and behold, I get pressed like I'm some criminal. Just trying to make somebody's Christmas. And, you know, someone took us, I said, yeah, you know, I'm actually just here because I want to drop this off. I'm hoping maybe someone's family will will use it as a gift for Christmas or something. I'm just looking to make a child's Christmas. Uh, that's probably what a pedophile would say, so that's probably why. Yeah, I'm just looking to make someone's Christmas here. Mm. All right, I get it. I get it, Cindy. I'm sorry for coming at your mustache. It's mine that's under question. Anyways, so I, I dropped off. I dropped off my Xbox 360 and my Wii with one of the administration ladies there, and I'm just hoping that it went to somebody's. That it's it's gonna be under somebody's tree, you know. It's gonna be. It's going to make someone's Christmas. That was my intention. That's That was my intention. I'm just trying to grow. I'm I'm in the mid stages. I'm in the mid stages of growth here with this mustache. One day it might be selic like. Right now it is diddler-esque. And I might only be able to grow diddler-esque. I'm not quite certain about it. I might be, I, my facial hair might not be developed enough. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck cares about that. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, someone says, bro, what's one lesson you learned this year and one thing you'd like to know as we all head into the brand new year? One lesson I learned this year, man, I've learned so many lessons. Here's one lesson is no one's going to do anything for you. 
everything that you want in your life, it's your own responsibility to get there, to do the work, to get there. No one's going to come from the clouds to save you. Um, wasted time is wasted life. That's why I got rid of my Xbox, dude. Wasted fucking time. Do you know how much time I've wasted this year? I don't know. It makes me sick. So much time. Just working on fucking... Working on Jameson Stumer in the 2K11 verse... Working on his fucking jumper, dude, and it's un- unbelievable. And what's Jameson Stumer in the real world's jumper like? I'll tell you, that needs more work. Disappointing. You think about all the time, all the time I could have been, you know, doing this. All the time I could have been doing this. <clears throat> um, You got to learn... I mean, what made me do all that is you get in your own head and you let your emotions take the wheel. You got to realize that your emotions truly don't matter. Everybody has them. The way you feel doesn't matter. It's really everything in the world is about showing up. Well, I mean, that's half the battle. You got to show up. And that's kind of, that's sometimes the hardest part. Um, a lot of the time, uh, in my thinking, I will be thinking, what am I, what can I do? That's going to be groundbreaking. What can I do? That's going to like, people are going to see this and blow people's minds. Like what, what's going to go viral or whatever. And I realize now, you know, I've watched a lot of people and stuff. I feel like most fans generally just want consistency someone who's gonna show up someone who you know okay so i got this i got this drive every week i gotta make wednesdays at noon it's a it's a it's an hour drive or whatever and at this time i'd like to listen to this podcast so therefore if i show up then you will be able to check that out or whatever you hopefully you understand what i'm saying <clears throat> um, and if you think about it, you know, you, you, you're a lot tougher than you are. That's something that everyone should realize is you're a lot tougher than you think you are. Just remember all those times. Remember all those times when you were in grade school or whatever, and you wouldn't want to go to school. But you'd be forced to go to school, some shit like that. You know, you're feeling down or whatever. You can't feel down in the public school system. You know, you you got a fucking you got you got a fucking presentation that day. Uh, no one cares if you got a hernia and and the the sub you ate earlier is is fucking up your stomach. You got to get up there and hold your farts. You know, you got to get up in front of the class to hold your farts. Something like, you remember, you remember back in the school days, you'd get like, you just, you would just know, oh my God, I'm about to show up with the biggest pimple in school district history or whatever. And you just have a fat one on your cheek, just a big fat red one. One of the ones that won't pop. Cause you know, if it had the white point, you could just pop it out and it would look much less revolting. But you got to pull up with one of those big red sore stinkers on your fucking face. 
You don't get a day off. You got to do your homework. You got to do all that shit. You got to stay caught up. Mm. And that's uh, whew, that's something that, you know, you leave school and you realize, well, everything I did, you know, that was um, most of that was a waste of time and uh, it's not going to amount to anything. But there's certain things you should take away from that. Like, wow, I should fucking show up every day because there is still, you know, people you, you learn some shit in school. I, I feel like I've learned some like quintessential life lessons, much like the one I just shared show up <clears throat> um what else um dude here's one um i wish i had way worse parents than i had my parents were too fucking good they were very good parents and nowadays i struggle with things like over the pa- over the past year I've been struggling since I moved into my own apartment with keeping up with the dishes, cooking myself food every day, doing my laundry. All the things I would have have to have been doing anyways if my dad was more of a piece of shit or if he just never came home. If he ran away, you know, if my dad never came home, I'd be like destined for greatness. If my dad never came home, I'd be, I'd be on the top 100 charts. My album would be already on the top 100s pre-release. That's just how it, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, dude, fucking I don't know. I had amazing parents and they made shit so easy for me that something they made shit so easy for me that a lot of, you know, I've been able to discover a lot of things about myself, but at the same time I had to backtrack a little bit, figure out how to like make foods. So I'm going to be not hungry every day, you know, so I can, so I can not lose weight. I'm somebody, I'm a young boy who has some, like, uh, my weight will fluctuate. And I'll, like, I'll go through periods of, like, eat it, like, I'll eat a lot and I'll gain some weight and then I'll actually lose, like, 30 pounds or something like that. But, so, essentially, you know, stability. Stability is the most important thing in life. Everything in moderation and staying on track, you know, something I'll do is like, say back when you used to be listening to my podcast, maybe I made I, I probably made that podcast in one day and in like an hour, you know, I would, I'd just be whipping it out and it would be like the most, like, it'd be very, it'd be very spontaneous, which is not bad, but you know, if this is something I'm trying to do as a career, the spontaneity shouldn't be you doing the work and things of such, you know? <clears throat> um, one thing I'd like to know as we're all heading into a brand new year. You know what I always want to know is... 
I want to know where I'm going and like if if what I'm doing like don't you want don't you want to know okay so this work I just did it's going it, it's concrete going to help me it got me 25% closer to this And just something something that bothers me at times is, you know, you'll be working hard and you won't necessarily get the um the exact the exact result that you want, but in order to maybe know that you were heading in the right direction, that's always a good thing. Have I ever been in an orgy? No, I have not been in an orgy. I don't think I could really... I don't think I would want to be in an orgy. I don't think that's really the type of guy that I am. You might have heard me talk about so like porn and my weenie and whatever so much you might think this is just an orgy guy right here he's just you know that's just he's just an orgy guy so i understand it but to be truthful there's just too much going on there and you know there might be a there might be a a penis that's bigger than mine there you know, I, I'm going to be honest. There, I wouldn't be in any orgy if there was other penises there. Let's just, you know, I'm just going to give this a solid no. There's your answer. No, I haven't been in an orgy. No, I will not be in an orgy. You're an orgy person. That's just who you are. Like, what is that? That's just too much. It's just way too much. All right, everybody, that's the episode for now. Um, I hope you enjoyed. And hey, I've, I've never asked anything of anybody, but nowadays I would like to ask a couple things. If you enjoy the podcast, if you want to listen to this every week, I would, I, would in, I would appreciate it if you subscribe to my YouTube, if you follow me on everything if when you see me post a video you give it a like you give it a share as as we try to get this podcast out to the masses which is the goal you know i need your help so if you could you know it's up to me to do my part right every week i gotta show up like i said And that's something I'm going to make a high priority for myself coming into this next year. And so on your end, I would really appreciate it if, you know, when you see me out here, uh, give me some love, help me out. You know, everything works on an algorithm now. When I started doing everything, it was just all based on, you know, you follow someone and then you see what they post, right? So everything's different now. And... It's all based on different shit. So if you see me, you like my like my podcast, fucking just like my videos, retweet them, whatever. I'd really appreciate it. 
And you know, this isn't, this really isn't something I can do by myself. And it's not, it's not necessarily for myself either. This is for everybody. And how, how cool would it be? I mean, can you imagine how great this would be? How much more fun it would be to listen to and how much just, it'd be so awesome if there was like hundreds of thousands of people sending me in stories and we could make a great big community out of it. Um, that's another thing too. Um, you know, you guys can, you know, you can find other people that listen to this podcast. Like if you go, if you go into my fucking, if you're on my fucking, if you follow the page on Instagram, you know, maybe, maybe you'll find somebody who's also a fan of this and you guys can talk about it or whatever. You can, you know, there's a big world out there. Um, so essentially what I'm asking is, you know, just get a little active for me. I'd appreciate it a lot. And hey, I'll stay active for you. All right. That was episode, I think it's 38 at this point. Um, hey, I'll be back really soon. And I appreciate you listening.